0: Declare bankruptcy! All
1: right, can you tell me where our first date was?
0: Our fancy one. Yeah. The melting y- pot.
1: Yes. Have I asked you this question before?
0: Mm-mm.
1: Okay. Yes, it was Father's Day, and um, <laughs> I, we, oh, pre- no. we pretended that we were married and that we had kids, so that, that we, we had could twins. Get, that we had twins. Um, So that we could get a uh, Father's Day discount on our meal.
0: Because that place is expensive.
1: Super expensive. We had to lie.
0: Yeah, we had no choice.
1: You are now listening to the Nate Loves Jen podcast. My name is Nate. And as always, I'm accompanied by my beautiful wife, Jen. It's me that is you join us as we share stories about marriage being in an interracial couple money food friendships and living on the east coast we promise to always keep things honest and we invite you into our conversation in this episode we will talk about one of our favorite pastimes which is asking each other random questions
0: if you have not yet subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us at Nate Loves Jen and at Jen Loves Nate on Instagram for both of us.
1: Let's go. Okay, so something that we discovered very early on in our dating relationship is the beauty of asking each other random questions. Am mm-hmm. I right or am I right? All the time. All the time. So, we do that by Like when we're on long road trips, we'll ask each other questions. I think it actually, I think
0: the whole time, the
1: entire time. Um, I think what happened was the very first time this happened. I think that it did happen at um, that first date that we had, but I really couldn't think of questions to ask you. Um, (laughs) And so I wanted to, not that like I, I couldn't come up with any, but I thought like, oh, it'd be cool to like ask questions that I otherwise wouldn't because i like I couldn't think of any.
0: Like you can't think to ask them right. on the spot. Yeah.
1: And we we were we were in a long distance relationship. Clearly we're not anymore. The distance is very close. We are on the same couch currently. And um.
0: Hey,
1: heart. Yes. And while we were long distance, all we did was talk all the time. So we asked each other all of the questions. Like What's your, what's your, you know, this, what's your, that, blah, blah, blah. So we asked each other all these questions and I don't think that we were questioned out per se, but I think that we knew each other pretty well. And so I think my thought on that date at the melting pot whilst lying to the staff there to get that um, (laughs) discount was, let me pull up some questions. So I think I just typed in Google um, questions to ask someone on a date and Mm -hmm. it was like 25 questions and I think we probably got two questions in, mm-hmm. which sounds pretty much like um, a typical Nate and Jen sounds conversation. Like us. Yes. Okay. So before I get into that, like I like to do every episode is like I like to start off with some facts, but instead of s- starting off with facts, I wanted to um, start off with some good questions to ask someone on a date. Yeah. And so I googled this, and um, I found three good questions to ask somebody on a date so if you're listening this and you're dating um, this is a great question to ask that person or if you're about to go on a first date you could use this or if you're a married couple and you're just at dinner and you're like i want to know something else about you you can ask these questions so question number one is are you working on any personal passion projects the reason why this is a good question is because it finds out what they do like to be busy so what What do they do? Mm -hmm. Also, um, it finds out like what they're doing for a living in a sense. Um, that also, that question also could lead them into what their hobbies are and it can, uh, transition into a nice broad conversation about hobbies and how they spend their time. And it's a much better question than what are your hobbies? If you Mm -hmm. ask somebody what their personal project is, it goes deeper than it goes deeper than that. So that's a good question. Um, And of course, I could ask you that question, but we're going to get to some questions ourselves. All right. Number two, good question to ask somebody on a first date. What's the best present that you gave someone recently? Or excuse me, what's the best present that you've given someone? And then the second part to that is what's the best present that you've ever received? And so this question is good around the holidays or if it's around someone's birthday um, to talk about presents. But it's great to find out more about them. Um, but you can also find out like what their favorite restaurant might be or Mm -hmm. other things that they're into. So um, that's a good question. Question number three, what does a typical day look like for you? So the reason why this is a good question is it's better than the typical, so what do you do? Instead, ask them about a typical day. This question will give you a much more robust um, response from them. They'll give you better answers, and you will learn more about that person than just asking what you do. Um, mm-hmm. you find out if they're an early riser, how they spend their free time and typically what they I mean, what they do as a job will come up. Um, and, um, you don't really have to ask about their career because it comes up naturally when you ask, right. like, how do you spend your day? What does a typical day look like for you? Um, so yeah. those are three I questions like that you could ask somebody, um, if you're dating or first date. Okay. So. Um, this episode is going to look different than our other episodes because, um, well, it'll look very similar to our most recent episode that we just posted. Whenever I'll post that, but that was a question and answer thing. Um, but because me and Jen love asking each other ram- random questions, I thought it'd be fun to do that on <laughs> um, <laughs> on this podcast. Hopefully, we'll get through more than one. But usually, oh
0: my goodness, one
1: question could be an hour, a long yeah, time. a very long time. So uh Jen's mom when we went and visited um for Christmas, she had bought this um game <laughs> and I don't even know what it's called officially, but on the box it says less small talk, more genuine conversations. I'm trying to read what like who makes it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's called Vertellus. Vertelis V-E-T. E l l i s, excuse me, V-E-R-T-E-L-L-I-S, so for TELUS, and it was the holiday edition. Mm -hmm. So she bought this, and honestly, we brought this to a bonfire and had awesome conversations Mm -hmm. um, from these questions. We brought it when we went on uh, a double date with Jen's brother um, and his wife, my sister-in-law, Sarah, and that sparked some great questions. We took it with us when we went to Kansas City with your parents, and every meal we like did yeah. a question or two, so it's it was fun. great. So, we probably have gone through maybe 10 of these questions so far. So, all of these questions that I'm about to ask Jen are questions that we haven't done before. So, Yay. they're brand spanking new. She hasn't heard them, I haven't seen them. So, you're going to get our raw, unedited responses for these okay. things. So, um, and I also think let's just know commercials, right? Okay, just no straight commercials, so that way we can just get more questions in, okay. Question number one, Um, and this is all of these questions are within the past year. So you're looking back in retrospect. So within the past year. So within the past year, just keep that like in your mind for each one of these questions. What are the three things that gave you the most energy?
0: See, and I have to think about them for a while. True, And when we're in person without the podcast, it's easier because I have... I feel like I'm not pressured. Okay. I would say one of the things that gave me the most energy was my second trimester. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. That sounds crazy, but first trimester, I was tired. Mm. Uh, Another thing I think was Bloom Budget. I started that in March. Yeah. And I love it.
1: Mm hmm.
0: And I want to get back to doing it. I have not been because. I've been making a baby.
1: True, that is which an, is a lot of work. Yeah, it's an important. And I just
0: wanted to give it my full time and attention, but that really did give me energy. I loved doing that, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fun. And I think our walks in the summer. That's good. We haven't been going so much recently because it's been colder, but I always felt like really hyped to go on them and yeah. we talk during them. So yeah. it's always life giving.
1: Um, those are great. I'm going to steal one of yours and I'm going to also say walks. Yeah. Um, that was very life giving, um, back in, I guess it had to have been when we first moved, try to keep your, okay. If you hear that sound, Jen scratching her stomach <laughs> it's because so it's gross. it's getting bigger
0: it's it's over
1: the clothes, but...
0: Not just, like, digging in. No, but... <laughs> it's just thing, over my shirt.
1: Right, but the mic is so close to her that she'll just be... Scratching all the time, and I can hear it, and it throws me off because (laughs) I'm scratching
0: my stomach. I'm the only one
1: out of the two of us wearing a pair of headphones, so I can hear it in my head. You scratching, (laughs) and I don't like to hear
0: my voice, right? So I don't wear the headphones,
1: so I'm just hearing her talking, and yeah, so one of these, and I'm just like, yo, let it go. Sorry, um, so I'm going to also say the walks similarly because we got to talk, and I think that we a lot of stuff, honestly, okay, so let's just like run it back when we were walking during the summer, there was a lot of stuff that was happening, like a lot of like racial Uh um, tension that was happening. There's a lot of like political stuff that was going on. Um, We had friends reach out to us and we live like in a area where we don't have like a whole bunch of folks that we necessarily hang out with. So um, it was just a whole lot going on. And I remember looking forward to those walks because we would process Together, the things that were happening, and that was super helpful for me, um because when we were in, like when we were in our home, it was very rare that I would, like, we would just start talking about something deep. Mm-hmm. However, when we were walking and like intentionally getting outside, I felt like it just would definitely pop up, and I would tell you all the things I was feeling. You tell me how you're feeling, so
0: or what you're working on. Or- yeah just and all like the things what
1: the plan was like we would we would kind of do like um how do we want the rest of this yeah. month to look and like we what are goals this baby. yeah all
0: and so walks.
1: yeah and um it was
0: not a COVID baby it was
1: not a covid baby this was planned um i think on the walks towards the towards the um maybe the end of our walking is we would say like, all right, so where do you want to see us at the like, where do you see ourselves like in a year from now? Mm-hmm. And I think that we'd say like we see ourselves with a baby, and like that type of thing. So yeah. it's cool to think that we now we that talked baby about is that. In yeah, yeah, there. yeah. It's so crazy. Um. So so the walks for sure that gave me energy. Um. I'd say starting this podcast gave me energy, and I know yeah. that I have mentioned this before, but it's just a it's a creative way for me to express myself but also like I said before we have great conversations and so I'm always thankful um to talk to you and it makes me hype when you're like I'm down like I'll do it or whatever yeah um so that and I also think another thing that gave me energy um every time like I make a video for myself like when it's not for a person Mm -hmm. um it's a, it's an energy giving thing for me. And one, I think in particular, and this wasn't necessarily for me. So it sounds like I'm being hypocritical, but when I recorded Joey and Sam's wedding, Mm -hmm. I hadn't recorded a wedding for years. Um, and that was the first one that I did in a while. And I had edited a bunch of weddings for, on this awesome couple, Sincerely the Kitchens, um, check them out on Instagram. And if you are getting married and need someone to take your pictures hundred percent she or, took
0: some of our more recent photos yes
1: so if you the picture that I think that we used to announce the following day after the video um, Julia took those um, and her and Garrett are fantastic if you need someone to record your wedding Garrett for sure or me because I do it too but Garrett's amazing as well <laughs> um, but me anyway Garrett. so I edited a bunch of videos for them. Um, but I hadn't recorded one because the last time I had recorded a wedding, um, someone broke into my car and stole all of the SD cards, um, out in the parking lot of Rise Up in Salisbury. Someone stole, um, a whole case and I had two weddings in that, uh, yeah. case and I didn't like back then I didn't think like, let me back up my work. I didn't think to do that. I just thought, you know, like I've, I had recorded them maybe the week or so before, and I had already gotten paid for those weddings, and so it got stolen and I had to tell the lady that I had recorded she was the photographer, and she added me on as like a part of her package, and I had to tell her that like it was stolen, so she had to reach out and I was just so embarrassed, oh, and I was just brutal. like, man, I never want to do weddings yeah. again, so doing theirs re like it it made me remember like, yo, I can do this like i I have the equipment yes. and the ability and the skill set right. to do this. And so that was a life-giving thing for me too because I think that I had beaten myself up to the point where I was like, I'm never going to do this thing. And it's one of the top dollar. Well, thank you. But I mean that service in itself is one of the highest paying mm-hmm. services like that I you know can do. So yeah. I think that was a life-giving thing for me. I agree. Next question. Yeah. Okay, that was like 13 minutes, by the way.
0: Sounds about right.
1: Okay, what has kept you up at night?
0: More recently? Yes,
1: more within the past year. And of course, more recently.
0: Okay, being pregnant right mm-hmm. now. Everything is like surrounding that, but I can't get comfortable at night. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, what about you? That's a funny question for you because mm. you're up every night. Um, you haven't slept well since your 30th birthday. Yeah,
1: which is very strange. I honestly feel like as soon as I turned 30, my body was like, we're done. Um, <laughs> we're up. We're up and All we're ready. Night. Yeah. Um, I think for me, what's kept me up, you know, like I think that there are times where I'll have so many, and this isn't the case, but this was definitely the case um, around Christmas. I had so many projects that needed to be done and i felt like yeah. um i felt like i was behind on all of them so i think i was i think i was editing i think i was working on a wedding or two i was working on brooks wedding and i was working on jt and aubrey's wedding mm-hmm. around that like season um i think i also did a video for garrett um so i had so there's three wedding videos i was working on i also had all of the like video elements for Christmas that I had to create. Mm -hmm. So all of those things, like I would wake up at night and feel like I'm not making progress on anything. And so I think that that, I think that that kept me up, but that was like back then I think present day, it's really easy for me to like feel like I need to always be moving and always like doing something so I yeah. think sometimes like present day, I wake up feeling like I need to be like accomplishing something or, or doing something. And when I don't have a th- like a something to do, um, I think it makes me anxious.
0: Yeah. You're very task oriented. Yeah. If you don't have a task, you don't know what to do with yourself. Yeah. So, so you make a task.
1: Yeah. No, that's true. So what's been keeping me up recently is that I don't have a whole bunch of things to do. Yeah which is strange. Ready for the next one? hmm Okay. Next question. What has been the best compliment you've received this past year?
0: I can't think of anything. You go first, and I'll think.
1: Okay. Um, all right, so when I was in college, I was five years older than my younger brother and like a year older than my sister or whatever. But once I got to college, I think I very much had the mindset that I think probably most dudes have or most people have when they go to college. It's like, I'm about to be my own person, I'm about to do my own thing. And so I didn't talk to my family. I didn't talk to my parents much at like much at all. And I also didn't talk to my younger siblings either, like when I first got to college. And then once I got to college, I um got involved in the multicultural program and gospel choir. And I got involved in like campus crusade for Christ and like all of those things. And I just kept not talking to my family and talking to my siblings, specifically my younger siblings. And, um, after college, I like got a job and then like that job was away from home. And so I was doing that and then started a band with my friends. And so I just cons- consistently wasn't home and wasn't around. And so I think I beat myself up for years, honestly, from the time that I graduated college till now. I beat myself up for not being present for my siblings because I feel like that's really important as an older brother to do. And I just, I think that I just... um like have felt shame as like not being a good older brother. And so um, this wasn't a direct compliment to me, but I think that my dad was talking to my brother and I think my, my younger brother, Evan, and um, I think Evan said something to the effect of um, whenever I call Nate, he'll pick up the phone and he'll talk to me. Or when, And um, I try to make that the, the case for my sister and I try to make it the case for my parents too. Although sometimes my dad calls it the absolute worst times, like I'll be lifting something very heavy and be, I'm like, Dad, no. Um, but for him to say that my brother said that I'm there for him when he needs me, mm-hmm. um, even though we might not talk every day or every week or something like that, if he needs me, he knows that he could call me, yeah, and that I would I would cool. talk to him. So I think that's probably the best compliment that I've received yeah. this past call year. Evan. I should. <clears throat>
0: I think for me, it wasn't a direct compliment, but I think just this sounds like it's not a compliment kind of, but like when I was doing Bloom Budget in full swing, just having like actual friends in my life that benefited from it, that were benefiting from it and like trying to make a difference in their own personal lives. Like it wasn't a direct compliment, but like it feels like it yeah just to be able to help somebody like something that I produced is able to help somebody is like such an honor. Yeah. So I think that in a way it's a compliment. Not like a verbal Oh you're pretty or something like right. that. But like more so than that, like my friends trust me enough to they'll like put their finances in my hands, you know?
1: That's huge. And allow
0: me to help them yeah make a difference in their life. So I would say yeah, that's probably mine.
1: And I think that like I think that they probably said thank you or like, this is great, blah, blah. But I think that when your friends not only find value in like what you do, but in who you are as well, I feel like mm-hmm. that's a compliment in itself. Yeah. When When, like, I, and I said this before, and people said like, oh, I listened to the podcast and like that was cool or whatever.
0: Yeah. It's like,
1: man, like you found value in a thing that I do. Like, thank you. Like yeah. you took the time out to do that. So for people who downloaded your your budget worksheets and like did them and saw change in their lives. Yeah. Um, I think that that's huge. And so yeah, heck I yeah that's a compliment to you. I agree. Next question. <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Okay. This, we already answered this in a podcast. What was the best book, movie or TV series that you read slash saw
0: the best TV,
1: but what was the best book, movie and TV series that you read slash saw
0: this week? Or this year, this year, sweet. um, my favorite book of 2020, right? 2020. Yeah, <sighs> probably The Woman in the Window,
1: yeah, mine too.
0: Yeah, that was a really good book. Favorite TV show 2020, I actually watched Parks and Rec for the first time in 2020. True, it was very heartwarming, yeah. I never wanted to watch any other like. The office
1: type show, yeah, Yeah. because
0: I just love The Office so much, and I always compare them to it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm doing that right now with Schitt's Creek, kind of. I'm like, I'm trying to to find the humor, yeah. Mm. But the girl drives me crazy.
1: I know. Anyway,
0: um, oh, my favorite movie is um, The Invisible Guest for sure.
1: Mine as well. It's we watch all
0: the same things, so it's like, wow, the experience is like who you're watching it with as well. So it's.
1: The Invisible Guest is in Spanish and it's on Netflix and it's a fantastic movie. And I usually stray away. I have in the past strayed away from movies that are not in English, which means that I've been doing myself a disservice completely because there are a number of fantastic movies that are not in English. But um, anyway, it's a great movie. Fantastic movie. Um, So I have the same same book, Woman in the Window. um, Same movie, The Invisible Guest. TV show wise, I would say, um, favorite TV show. Um, I really enjoyed Dave. Um, it's oh, a show, no. <laughs> it's show a show about, mild. it's a show about, um, a rapper named Lil Dicky and it's a little bit about his life. Um, but it also talks about, um, it, I mean, it, it touches on some of the things that he probably has experienced as like a rapper. And I just thought it was really cool. And it's really funny and it's thought provo- uh, thought-provoking as well. Also watched a show called um, Rami. And the first season was really good. The second season's a little bit darker. But um, it's a, he's a comedian. He's a stand-up comedian. Um, but it's not like his life as a stand-up comedian. It's about his life as a Muslim-American. And it was really good. So that's the best TV series, I'd say. So good ones. Yeah. Um, next question. What was one of your best decisions?
0: My best decision? hmm In 2020? Well, we are having this baby.
1: It's a great decision.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's a given, though. I always like to try to go for like a, didn't see that one coming. Right. <laughs> okay. When you're pregnant, it's... Everything is that, you know? Yeah. It's like this baby is a given. I think, and everything is Bloom Budget too, because that's like my little other it's baby. Okay. So I think that's probably the decision I'm most proud of is like putting, putting myself out there. Right. I don't like to really share. This podcast is like a breach in my, <laughs> breach of my, Y'all, I- Um, <laughs> I don't even know what. I just don't like to share my life a lot. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but I just like to like live off the grid. Mm-hmm. That's like my go-to, um, style. Okay. <laughs> so I think sharing like all the things that we do at Bloom Budget Wise, like it's just our finances. I don't share a ton of like our personal life stuff on there, but just sharing about something and like doing something that's like creative for me, yeah um, that was probably mm. is what was what was even the original question?
1: What has been the best what was one of your best decisions?
0: Oh, yeah, I feel like that was probably the best decision for my mental health during a qu- quarantine right and doing a creative something for myself, which I have not done in years. yeah, probably close to a decade.
1: And not to, I know that Bloom Budget has been the answer for maybe two of these yeah, things, yeah, or three, but three. Um, but if we look back, you would not do things because you are afraid that people would think, "Here goes Jen starting up another thing mm-hmm. that she's not going to finish." Yeah, um, and you are you are a perfectionist, so yes, I am. it's difficult for you to put anything out there at all. Yes. So, it is. In my mind, it was huge. You released it on our anniversary. Yep. Our three, two year? Two year. We're coming up on three years. Yep. So you released it on our two year anniversary and she put something out that she was proud of that she worked dang hard to get done. Yep. And um, we talked about, like she was trying to come up with a name for it. She came up with a name. It was a lot. You created a website from scratch. Like, heck yeah. Mm -hmm. So... I say all that to say don't don't belittle it like it's like yeah. just, you know, it's a little side hobby. You created you created like worksheets that that helped people. Yeah. Dave Dave Ramsey personally reached out to you.
0: Yep. There's things I'm yeah, it's definitely something that I'm proud of.
1: Yeah. So hands down best decision. Yep. Um for me, best decision. Shoot. Um I think that it's tough when it's on when it's on you. I'm thinking I like, oh, man.
0: And it's on the spot because we don't have time to like right. pause and think about it.
1: Um, best decision that I've made. Um, I would say I've been. Oh, OK. I, I know one. The best decision that I've made has been I've been trying to educate myself on uh, like black history and, um, black culture, uh, through reading books about, um, race and prejudice and racism and stuff like that. That's been the best decision because I think that for the longest time, um, I've, I've just been ignorant and not because like, I don't, it's not because I don't care and it's not because like, I don't, see the value in knowing, like, black history and knowing about, like, my own personal heritage. But I just think I didn't put a whole lot of, I didn't put, like, a whole lot of time and energy into knowing. But then this summer, yet again, when, um, especially after George Floyd was murdered, um, that's when I was like, oh, man, like, I'm upset. But I don't know why I'm upset exactly. And so that led us to... Uh, watching the movie 13th and watching the LA riots and um, just conversations that I've had with like black friends that I've had that I have and um, listening to uh, Kev on stage he, he has a podcast called here's the thing and he is like un un unash- like no shame and like I'm promoting black businesses I'm a black business owner and so I think that there's nothing wrong with like learning more about like your culture. Um, and I think for the longest time I just didn't. And so I've been dipping my toes into that and trying to learn more. And to be honest, for the longest time in my life, I was the only black person in a lot of things. The, um, the soccer teams that I was a part of growing up was one of like three black people on the lacrosse team, Mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. And so, I don't think that it was ever like a conversation type of thing, like black culture or like black things like that wasn't rap music or sports. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. never like a topic of conversation. So if there's anything that I, I got from, um, like all of the things that have happened, uh, that happened over the past year is, this, it's important to know like your history and know, mm-hmm. um, you know, deeper than just, I guess what's on the news or, yeah. Articles. Next question. Okay, are you getting tired? Yeah. I can see it in your eyes. Okay, we're coming up on thirty minutes. Um, let's let's do like we think two more, three more. Let me see how many we've done. One, two, three, four, five, six. Like, can we do four more? Four. Ten total. Yeah. Come on, can boo. we just you make them kind of short? Yeah, of course. All right. Uh, I've
0: been in this position for a long time, and I'm not comfortable anymore. I feel anymore.
1: you. Okay. Um, who? to wait till you get.
0: I'm over it.
1: Okay. Okay. Who or what surprised you the most?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot of people's uh reactions to a lot of things this year surprised me a lot. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. That's
1: fair. Do you wanna leave that vague? Yep. Okay. Um that's good. Yeah. That's a good one. I'll I'll piggyback off that. I'll say I've I was surprised by a lot of um a lot of people that I thought were friends or at least um uh sympathetic to um
0: what's going on.
1: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm yeah. Very surprised at people that I know their response to things Yep. or their not response to things.
0: But also like, I'm glad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, okay, well we know where to put our energy and we know where to not. Yeah. And I think that's Mm -hmm. telling us well.
1: Yeah. I'm thankful for that because I think that, I mean, I don't know. I've, I, I'm sure you've you've heard things that, like, uh, I, I can't think of the right analogy, but essentially, like when the when when like the fire gets going, type of thing, like you find out who your real friends are or, or that type of thing. So, yeah, I think that all the stuff that happened um, during the summer and over the past year or so has that's been I've been surprised um, in that way, but I've also been surprised at pregnancy pregnancy and um early early on pregnancy was a lot different than present-day pregnancy early on like you were pregnant because you peed on a thing and it said pregnant but there wasn't a whole lot of life change and then since then i've been surprised at how different Mm -hmm. um, things are not in a bad way at all i just was surprised i didn't know that it i just thought that like you'll get bigger but I didn't know, you know? I, I just didn't know.
0: Yep, it changes a lot. Yeah. Just the being pregnant, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, Alright, next question. Which three people have influenced you the most?
0: Um, which three people? Mm-hmm. This year?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would say... Probably initially at the beginning of the year, Dave Ramsey, because we got out of debt. That's good. Um, So his influence definitely, I mean, before that for sure, but like this year, mm-hmm. his influence is what allowed us to get out of debt. Um, You, you always like pushed me to just do bloom budget stuff, you know, not in a like get your work done, but like in a put it out there. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be perfect. And like, I need somebody to tell me that. Um, I'm trying to think of a third person, probably my mom. Okay. As I'm texting her and now I'm getting emotional. You okay? Yep. Um, yeah, like with her breast cancer stuff this year. I feel you. Uh, she's freaking me out right now because of her eye. She's like Reggie had pressure anyway. Um, yeah. So she had breast cancer this year and just handled it like a total champ.
1: Oh, hundred percent. And we got to be with her mm-hmm. um over the holidays and like be upbeat. That's part of that's part of the reason why we drove early. Yeah. Is so that we could be with her and we got to go out to eat places and, you know, play games and see her with her grandkids and all that stuff, so Um, we'll pray for her after this. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, for me, three influential people, um, you for one, I think that you've, you've been very influential in my life in a number of ways. We don't have to get into all of them, but you've been very influential. Um, Kev on stage, Kevin Fredericks, um, has been very influential for me. Um, I watch, all of his stuff on Instagram but um, and listen to his podcast as well. But just who he is as a businessman has been very inspiring for me. And I see what he's doing and I want to do that for me. And so to see somebody do that um, and just be consistent for years is um, encouraging. And I see that and think I'm 30 and he's, I think, 37, 38 or so. And so I, I think to myself, If I'm consistent for the next seven, eight years, then perhaps I too could build something that, um, something that I'm proud of and, and all of that. So, um, him for sure. And, um, I'm trying to think of another influential person. Um, maybe I, I would, I think I'd venture to say Tiffany McCaskill has been very, Um, influential, yeah, she's, great. she's, uh, recommended a lot of, and she's a friend from college. She recommended a lot of books, uh, for me to read and I got them all on Kindle and I'm slowly, yeah. slowly working through them. But she also encouraged me to listen to, uh, black voices when it comes to, uh, like stuff that's going on in the world today. So I followed a bunch of black Instagram accounts and now every day I get to see, um, uh, there's something that's I think like embracing black culture, so there's like funny videos and also encouraging stuff. So I get to see that every day. That's awesome. And that's been great um for me to see on a regular basis. So I think those three that's people. Cool. I think we got two more and then we're done. Okay. Two more and that's it. Um shout out to the straws. All right. Uh what are your mo what are you most grateful for? You. Okay. I'm most grateful for you too. That's a throwaway one. That's an easy one. But go yeah. ahead, you can say why.
0: Well, mostly because, like, like you said, first trimester was just like a surprise. Like I couldn't do anything on my own. I mm. was just so exhausted and had no appetite, and then would eat and throw up, and it was just like a lot. Yeah. And so, I'm most grateful to have you to really help me during that time, and you did the whole time. So, I'm grateful.
1: It was a joy. And it still is a joy,
0: because um, I still need a lot of help. It's hard to move and <laughs> hurts to get up. Yeah, and, oh, good times. i you hate when I say that. I do,
1: um, but I, I, I enjoy helping you, and I like uh, to help you, because since I can't help like in creating the baby type of thing, like I've not really, I've already done my <laughs> I've done my <laughs> part um, in that regard. Um, but, uh, I think that I'm just thankful that I'm grateful for, I'm, I'm grateful for you because you're like making a human being, but you're, I'd say that you're handling it well. You probably wouldn't say the same. Um, but I'd say that you're handling it really well. And, um, I'm thankful for, you encouraging me all the time and telling me to advocate for myself and to mm-hmm. stick up for the family. And, um, you ask me each night, you want to pray
0: mm-hmm.
1: even when I'm tired and you know, half yeah. asleep. So, um, I'm, I'm very grateful for you and, uh, I love you a whole lot. I love you too. And you're beautiful girl. Thanks. I think we could end it right there, especially because we are now on round two.
0: Ooh, awesome! So that was just
1: round one. So round <laughs> like two is harder, a whole bunch huh? of the, yeah, I think I think it's probably a little bit tougher. Did you enjoy this one?
0: Yeah, the, I did. the random
1: question mm-hmm. thing. I enjoyed it too. Shall we do our little closing thing? Sure. All right, let me pull up my little script thing.
0: And no I don't have any other remarks okay. before you ask me. Okay, I'll just know um.
1: that for myself. Okay. Um, here we go. This has been the Nate Loves Jen podcast. If you have any feedback on today's episode, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at Nate Loves Jen for me and at Jen Loves Nate for my wife, Jen. We would absolutely love to hear from you. That's it for this week's episode, but be sure to subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, please be sure to give us a review. Five stars, please. That would mean a whole lot to us, and be sure to join us next week, next time, because sometimes we'd be doing stuff in in between, you know what I'm saying? Um, Join us next time for more stories and laughs. Thanks for listening.